launch pad log. We are trapped in the past. We tried to use the quantum drive and materialized in the middle of a writer's room for the movie Leprechaun in the Hood. We have squished all of the writers and irreparably damaged the timeline. Oh, man, Rumi, we broke all their pencils. The time jump has caused our memories to be fractured. We are checking our recordings to find out why we were watching the Leprechaun movies and what prompted us to activate the time travel device. We sent a transmission exactly seven days ago covering the first three films of the Leprechaun franchise. We hope that our records can give us some insight and jog our memories. All right. So good news, The Matrix comes out in theaters in 1999. The bad news, Episode 1, Phantom Menace, comes out. Why couldn't we have squished those writers? We don't have time for movies, Rumi. we got to figure out why we're trapped here. We continue to review the logs with Leprechaun 4 in space. Well, let's talk about Leprechaun 4. In space. Do we have to? In space, nobody can hear your board. <laughs> <laughs> the actual tagline is, One small step for man, one giant leap for terror. Which is like so stupid because you have the one small step thing, and we're dealing with a little person antagonist oh here. Oh my god. You could have taken that in so many other fun ways. I know. Everything about it is just terrible. This movie is terrible. Really? You didn't like this one? <laughs> You warned me that this was the suckiest one. I was like, no, dude, it's in space. How could it be that bad? And then I watched it, and I was like, fuck. And here's the thing. Here's the strangest thing about this movie. By all accounts, if you gave a list of what happened, people would be like, how is this a bad movie? It's got a a mutant spider monster. It's got, like, a cyborg man. It's got, like, space marines fighting a leprechaun. Leprechaun grows giant. How can this be a bad movie? And you're like, Dude, I don't know. They have all the correct elements. They just put it together, and it's terrible. It is bad. I watched it. I literally watched it last night as like a Hail Mary of, well, let me just try and get a little bit more material for this one, because this is probably one that I haven't seen in a long time. Right. Atrocious. It's just atrocious. Most of these like shot on stage sci-fi channel slash Showtime cinema, you know, soundstage space movies suck all the spaceships and mm-hmm. everything. They're just like perfect shapes. There's no coloring on them or anything. It almost looks like a bitchin' game from like a 90s PC. It is the worst <laughs> CGI. It's 1996. The CGI is terrible. There's no lighting. Like everything is just flat lit yeah. as bright as possible. <laughs> the CGI is terrible. All of it's textured like bumpy metal texture. Like, oh my God, everything about it is stupid. Already, like it starts off with like a shot of a spaceship, and you're just like, oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> oh. oh, you couldn't go to the store, buy a spaceship a model, yeah, and put that in front of a black thing and be like spaceship, like that would have been better. Enough, right, I would have rather had a shitty model than that bad of CGI. There is an interesting model in there. I'm not sure if you've seen it. Set deck used the Millennium Falcon repeatedly. Did you see that? I didn't even catch it. I think it was the Kenner one. There's a there's a part where they're being the Space Marines are, and we'll get into the plot in a second. Just give me a second. Don't okay. rush me, audience. But the Space Marines are dropping, you know, in a smaller shuttle ship at some point. Yeah. And the completely ridiculous overacting leader of the of the soldiers guys who has like the exposed poor man's s- chop top. Yeah. <laughs> He's saying a prayer with the Marines. Or wait, maybe he's a rich man's chopped up. <laughs> Shit, I don't know. <laughs> poor man's chopped up is a ch- poor man's chopped up. 
the camera is pushing in on this guy as he says this prayer. Yeah. And in the shuttle, quote unquote, the panels are these silver vacuum formed panels of different shapes. Yeah. There's at least three or four Millennium Falcons vacuum formed, like oh. plastic was pulled down over a Millennium Falcon. It's distinctly, I'm not talking about the outline. It was vacuum formed Millennium Falcon pieces. It looks like it was like the Kenner action figure wow. Millennium Falcon. That's pretty yeah, cool. So, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I, and I've seen this movie a couple times. I didn't notice it. Last night was the first time I saw it. And I specifically paused it. I was like, is that what I, that is exactly what I think it is. Oh, my gosh. I should have caught that. That's Made it a that's little bit funny. more legit, I guess. Yeah, that is funny. Yeah, so we meet the Space Marines. They're terrible. This whole movie plays like a shitty softcore porno that forgot to shoot the porno. That's more eloquent. That's a point that I was going to make later, but that's more eloquent than how I would have said like, it. Like, yes. all the actors and all the actresses, like, I feel like... I would not be surprised if you looked at their IMDb pages and it was all just like shitty softcore late night cable porno. It looked like that's what it wanted to do, but yeah. it was like for the conservative porno watcher who's yeah. like, oh, I'm in it for the story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Quite a story here. Uh, well, it has nothing to do with Leprechaun. Certainly not any of the other Leprechaun movies. We meet the Leprechaun having a meal with this like space chick who, when I say space chick, she's like, in a spiked bikini outfit mm-hmm. with like some sparkle dust painted on her face and right. she's like an alien princess and we're in like a cavern kind of like a cave kind of thing oh it uh, i wrote it says it looks like stack shit it looks like the movie was shot inside of a turd <laughs> i mean it's just all brown wads and this is on a planet somewhere yeah. where these it, the humans in the spaceships have to go investigate for some reason and it cuts <sighs> from the humans getting ready in the shuttle to go down to investigate this thing for whatever reason to the leprechaun rounding a corner of this cavern and this space princess is chained up to his wall. And now the last movie, okay, ended in Vegas yep. with him burning alive. Burning alive. So why he's walking around in space on another planet, I, I couldn't <sighs> tell you, but don't worry, the movie tells us, right? No. Even if the movie doesn't tie three and four together, it explains why the leprechaun is in space, right? Not really. He wants to marry this chick. But there's a reason why it's that chick versus, like, a girl doing laundry in the woods. <laughs> kind of not really. <laughs> it just starts, and they're just like, it's in space. Yeah, you get it? Okay. He's like, I want to marry you because I want to be a king, and I want to be the ruler of the universe. It's like, this leprechaun's got goals. She's like, I'm not going to help you, you, ugly little critter. And he's like, I got gold. And she's like, dang. Ding, ding. Yeah, boom, bing, 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 flip, flip, flip. She's into that. So suddenly she's like, all right, I'll marry you, you ugly little fucker, because you got that money. And then, like, the Marines show up, and they obviously do not have enough money to show them doing anything. So, like, it will show them, like, hold their gun up, and then the gun will just poke just out of frame, and they'll be like, pew, 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 pew. And, like, you're lucky that they're not saying that with their mouths, because it is that shitty and low budget. So they start trying to fuck the leprechaun up. One of them throws a grenade, and it lands near... Alien princess and the leprechaun's like, oh no, me bride. In an, unca- <laughs> in an uncharacteristically chivalrous move. Yeah, he jumps, he jumps on, the, on grenade the grenade and he explodes into a million pieces. And I was like, damn, holy shit, you just drew Barry Moore the leprechaun, killed him in the first five minutes of the movie. And then, now bear with me, <laughs> because this is gonna, I'm gonna say this, and a lot of you are gonna say, oh, I gotta rewind that because clearly I'm doing too many things at yeah. once and didn't hear what he actually said. The pieces of the leprechaun are now strewed about this space cavern. Yeah. And 
the Marines make it apparent that it they pee on their victims after they shoot them. <laughs> yep. So one guy walks over, take a leak on a piece of the leprechaun. Yep. And we see a bunch of green dust fly up off the body through his pee stream. Yep. Presumably into his ping pong hole, and he becomes <laughs> he goes, uh, 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 and then he's regular again. The the leprechaun dream catchers hit that guy's dick. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that uh, that shitty movie about aliens that went up your pee oh, hole? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, it's funny because I didn't make that connection until you said it, and I actually like that that book and that story. But yeah, at least the idea of it. But this is listed in my notes as p slash penis ghost. Because, like, essentially he's getting possessed by the leprechaun, but doesn't yeah. come to the play. And, like, that happens, and you're like, is that really how the leprechaun get back to the ship? Spoiler alert, it is. When the Marines leave, the rest of the movie happens back on their ship. After P-Ghost thing happens, and now theoretically possessed guy walks away, the leprechaun head is still on the ground. Yeah. And, like, his eyes follow him, and he laughs, like a severed head. So my question for you, is that leprechaun body still there while there's another leprechaun running around in the spaceship and he could just replicate by going up people's pee holes? People who give a shit about this franchise often say each movie is a different leprechaun. Not the same leprechaun in any of the movies. It's it's leprechaun one dies. In leprechaun two he dies. Leprechaun, it's always so it's a like different some Rick and Morty type shit in yeah, the leprechaun but, universe? But come the fuck on. Who are you trying to play? I was going to make it some sort of like come joke like come ghost joke but i'm just not yeah it's not even worth it god damn it this movie sucks so go to the part we missed the part that we missed if i'm not mistaken is a really subtle homage to another classic sci-fi film is that the one that you were <laughs> yeah it's really a masterful uh, homage <laughs> the leprechaun has a lightsaber shillelagh <laughs> <laughs> but they only had enough money to show the lightsaber extend. He like comes up behind this guy, goes and like makes this face, but they can't show him attack the guy with it because they don't have enough money to, sure. to track the lightsaber. Like they didn't even know how to do a lightsaber effect, so they just cut away, and the guy goes, ah! they do like a Wilhelm scream or something. Like cut cuts off his leg or chops yeah, him or chops something. him in the leg, whatever. It's stupid. Not as stupid as penis urine ghost. Or uh, <laughs> so then they get back to the ship. They have passed out Space Princess wrapped in bubble wrap on a table. <laughs> and it's true. <laughs> it's like Mystery Science Theater 3000, but not the fun parts where they're talking at the movie, like the <laughs> shitty parts when they're just. They like literally talking. had no jokes. Yeah. So it's like the shitty puppets and the shitty people talking, and you're just like, get back to making fun of the movies, please. Yeah. That's what's going on for most of this movie. So they're on the Marine spaceship, and they are employed by a doctor who. We only see on a TV screen at first. Bald guy. It looks like he's not wearing a shirt. And he talks all weird, like in a bizarre German accent. Like, is that German? They're like, yeah, sure. And you're like, okay. I'll give I it guess. to you. The Marines are partying, but there's only like five of them. Right. And they have a place that I believe is called the Entertainment Lounge. Yeah. And it looks like, like if you're on a cruise ship, like the party hall that's small. It fits like maybe 20 people. There's a little dance floor. Obviously a disco ball because what else would Marines have on their base ship uh, and a bar <laughs> two of the marines are like let's bone and she like takes him off and it's not even discreet like there's only five of them three of them are at a table two of them are gr- bumping and grinding on the dance floor so they walk off in it's front like, of yeah. their three compatriots who all yell like very harassing things at them sure they go off into a hallway and she starts like reaching down his pants and then the guy starts going uh, 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 and she's like come on it's not that bad man food's not that bad 
<laughs> and the leprechaun pops out of this guy's dick. Yeah, crawls his way out in a budget-conscious manner. <laughs> it's always like they were shooting in the producer's living room, and he was like, no blood, no blood. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, because you're just like, oh my god, is the leprechaun going to pop out of this guy's dick? Yep, sure is. Literally. So he bursts out of this guy's dick, and the guy dies, and chases the girl, and she's like, oh my god. And like you said, we come back to the like the bar, and the two dudes are dancing now. One of them with his shirt off. Yep. Like, I'm not saying I wouldn't do that. Yeah, there's n- nothing has been established. That it's super bizarre. The lady runs in. She's like, oh, my God, he's dead. And the poor man's chop top and the Marines start going to look for this leprechaun who has fucking stopped rhyming, finally. Oh, there's no, there's, it's not at all. It, not a literally, single rhyme. This could be a alien. This could be a yep. Michael Myers. This could be yep. anything. It does not have to be a leprechaun. Um, in between this and that, they establish that they have a, a shrinky gr- gun that can shrink stuff because mm-hmm. they found all this gold on the planet and they right. shrunk it down. Alien princess, she hasn't woken up. No, I think she's still in the bubble wrap. They've established that there's like a scientist with them that she's there, whatever. She does stuff. She's like the main. Oh, she's the girl. She kind of looks like a Cabbage Patch Kid. Like yeah. she's like she's yep. She's like a computer's approximation of pretty. You're like, yeah, she's pretty, but like I don't really think she's that pretty. None of these characters are likable or make any sense. Sure. So they go on the bug hunt looking for the leprechaun. A couple of them die in not very cool ways. It's just kind of like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Leprechaun kicks a guy in, in the nuts, and it is accompanied with like a little bell ring, like, ding. It's like, oh, my <laughs> God, this movie. <laughs> this movie, you can see off the set constantly. Yeah, Like, wherever that. there's a ceiling, they don't have a ceiling. It's just open soundstage at one point they're looking for him and they're like oh let's go in this room and they're like no it's the waste room it's full of flesh-eating bacteria and they're like okay mm-hmm. we're gonna go in there and look for the leprechaun anyway so they put on hazmat suits and they go in there and what do we what do we see we go in there the leprechaun is in there right yeah he also has a little hazmat suit on. why does the leprechaun need a little hazmat okay suit? so here's my question yeah did it did is I don't even know how to... Did he grab a child-size hazmat suit off of the rack that they had on the ship (laughs) and put it on? Or is that his, that he's like magically materialized just to be goofy? Or does he need one and he magically materialized it? Yeah, I have not decided. In the world of this movie, why does he have Um, that on? I think it's goofy and he materialized it to be a goober. Like the the character of the leprechaun did it to like fuck with the humans on the ship. Tee-hee! Yep. Okay. So he's there. They're in the obligatory sci-fi chain room. Oh, right, right. Yeah. It's just like chains dangling and like right. poop on the walls or whatever. And it looks, this movie I realized in my head, I do very often seem to confuse it with um, Jason X. <laughs> it feels like they shot the entire thing in a laser tag arena. <laughs> 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 they should have left the kids in because it would have it been better acting. <laughs> Playing like 311 Roy Too Loud. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like the, the guns that the laser tag arena would have had probably would have been better than the guns in the production oh. of the film. So they go in there and the leprechaun like kills a dude and he turns into a skeleton. And he like rips a guy's suit and then yeah. he starts to melt. Then they're like, okay, we're going to go talk to this like doctor guy and tell him that we're pissed. Yeah, who seems to be in charge of shit. And he's only, yeah. we've only so far talked to him on it, like through a television through screen. Through a television screen. So they go to yell at him and. <laughs> He doesn't want to talk, and then he's like, fine, I'll show up. And the doors open up, and he wheels out. He's like a pedestal with the upper torso only. 
with one arm. With uh, it's a one tor- arm. like a top of his yeah. chest, his head, and one arm. And the rest is like a robot squeeze box. And it's it's pretty solid. I give it's them not bad. I give them that this is probably the best part of the movie for me, makeup wise. Like I think it's pretty good. You keep seeing the hand that he has hidden behind his back whenever they do like a three. I noticed angle. that as well. But Overall, when they do a reverse, it's like a ro- like a, a robotics thing going on. There's yeah, a lot it's of over you know, his shoulder. Yeah. Of and it's like an animatronic thing where the head just kind of wobbles, wobbles a little bit. Yeah. But it's almost like very um, much from the sex robot from three. Yep. Where like the front of it is human, but the back of it is all the robotics and shit. It's pretty good. You know, it's decent. But they meet him and he's like, "I'm gonna give you guys a shit ton of money if you catch this thing." And they're like, "Okay, fine, whatever." Sure. And you also find out that the blood of the space princess has regenerative regenerative powers is that how i say that it doesn't they didn't say it correctly so you don't have to thanks <laughs> thanks for the pass <laughs> yeah if the movie's not going to take itself seriously you don't have fuckers to. so yeah they're like all right cool well we'll definitely go hunt this bug so they go <laughs> hunt this, this leprechaun at one point the chick who was with the guy when the leprechaun burst out of his dick is talking to poor man's chop top and it has one of my favorite moments. She's like, is Kowalski's death my fault? And he says, why would you blame yourself, soldier? I'm the one who gave him a boner. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> <laughs> that girl told her dad she was going to be in a movie. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember, like, the. I think the gist of it is like, everybody wants to go out like that. Big, throbbing boners. <laughs> and you're just like, uh, and like, that turns her on that he's like, yeah, everybody wants to die with a massive heart on. <laughs> I wouldn't say it turns me on, but I agree. <laughs> There's a line that the leprechaun says, he goes, as Shakespeare said, shit happens. Yeah, I remember that. I was going, really makes you think. Whenever the leprechaun's doing some like shitty mischief, they play the song Green Sleeves. Can you sing it? Do, 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 oh. do. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only leprechaun thing we have going on. It's not fucking Irish at all. They don't even have like the classic Irish jig, just no green sleeves. Like they couldn't even figure that shit out right. Green sleeves isn't Irish. Yeah, right. I mean, the whole thing is just Looney Tunes, bananas, stupid. He truly turns into a cartoon in this one. But it's like it's weird because it's not a leprechaun cartoon. You know, it's just like a in general cartoon. I mean, I don't, I don't want to skip too much. It doesn't matter. It all blends together into stupid The bill. robot guy, the half robot, half man. Yeah. The leprechaun eventually, like, f- hooks back up with the, the queen chick, mm-hmm. or the princess, who kind of is into his shit because she wants, she's a gold digger. Yeah. Princess gold digger. Literally. And she wants to, like, marry him. for. So she's helping yeah. him. I don't know that she murders anybody, but she's certainly helping him and fine with him doing murders and shit. She, she's encouraging him. She really wants him to fuck these people up. She's like, I'm a princess and you need to be ruthless. Like, fuck these guys up. And he's, like, not as into killing them as she is for whatever reason. But then, like, when he sees that it, like, makes the situation go better, you know, happy wife, happy life, he, he starts <laughs> getting down with it. The two of them, the leprechaun and the princess, accost this robot professor scientist guy. Yeah. And he says something about uh, the leprechaun says something about DNA, and he takes a literal blender, like a like a kitchen blender, yep. pours in some blue milk from that he got from the Lars homestead, right? Yes, but it's a mixture of the princess's regenerative blood. And he puts in a scorpion, uh-huh. as well as a tarantula, yep, and fires that fucker up. <laughs> then the guy starts to turn into a like um, mutant, like a. I don't know. It looks like just a bunch of yeah. random appliances they had in the special effects place, and they just threw it on the guy. 
So yeah, they they inject him with this stuff, and he he disappears for a little bit. Like, oh, he says, "Let's see if you could get this through your thick skull." Yeah, and he clearly takes a giant syringe and sticks it behind the guy's head. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the guy, through the next scene or two, turns into like a thing, and then at the end, he turns into a. He's like this big creature, which, I mean, it was probably very complicated and stuff to, and, and it took a lot to do, and it was probably one of the more expensive things in the show, but it did not really look great. You're like, oh, nice try, buddy. The whole time that they're that this is happening, the Marines are running around, literally running around the same corner, and they just keep flipping the footage, mm-hmm. and they run around that thing like 12 times, like, oh my God, we gotta go here. Oh my God, we gotta go here. You think it's it boring for you, imagine how boring it was for them. Corner. He mutates into a big monster. They're going to blow up the ship, and they need to stop it. Anybody who goes to try to stop the self-destruct system gets webbed up by the spider scorpion monster. The princess catches a couple of the marines. At one point, they make the poor man's chop top dress up in drag and dance. Yeah, at that point, I feel like either they were just fucking with that actor, or that actor was like, hey, I have this great idea for this. And they were like, we have 20 minutes to kill. He commits, man. He does commit, and he yeah he dresses in drag, and then they like slap him, and he like kind of like wakes up and he gets out of yeah he gets out of it, but it's a, a long moment of him like fighting with himself, like I want to stomp things and march, and I don't want to get my nails. He broke. definitely saw like a lot of like Full Metal jackets and stuff, yeah. and would, like to prepare it was like I'm gonna channel all those old stereotypical things you've seen a thousand times, and you're like, what if you do something like slightly different and more believable? He's like. No, no I don't I'm only, sure it wasn't him. I'm sure it was the director. I well, only but. got this one thing, yeah. So she catches a couple of these guys and for no reason just shows her boobs and they're like, awesome. And the scientist chick who's been in the movie, forgot about her, is like, no, 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 not awesome. When the space princess shows her boobs, that's a death sentence. And you're like, Literally, uh, this is a line she says, like, in their culture, that means you're going to die. And when she shows her boobs, she is saying that. She's like, your doom is now sealed, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, and it was like the most shoehorned way to get boobs in this movie it's like okay thanks leprechaun for <laughs> there's a lot of things to complain about with this series or with this movie in particular but you're right i have a problem that they've shoehorned the boobs in yeah it, it shows filmmaking right levels of filmmaking yeah a, a minute of forethought and a minute of of taste and craftsmanship you could have just had a character hit on her she could have said no the character could have turned around, walked around, the garage opens. <laughs> <laughs> I watch your face. This is the third time I've said that joke. I watch your face and you're like eating it. You're like, the whole time you're like, yeah, then, then what would you think would happen? <laughs> this fucking guy doesn't remember. I'm just going to say the garage door joke again. <laughs> so cyborg spider monsters fucking people up. The princess is chasing people down. And then the leprechaun finds his gold in the shrinky ray room, and he gets hit with the reverse shrinky ray, and he grows giant. Now, this sequence is pulled off great. Mm-hmm. I'm watching this, and I go, wow, they built a set. He's walking in it. And the set looks like there's yeah. a couple real like weird, I don't know what you call it, like composite shots. Yeah. But it's mostly if they have human, like regular-sized humans and his giant ass. But, yeah, yeah there's shots of him walking around, and they built a really nice... A whole modern a miniature set. I will give this movie big props for mm-hmm. pulling that sequence off, and I think it's the best sequence in the whole movie. Yeah, I he's think you're big. Right. He's stomping on stuff. He's throwing things at people, and it's pretty good. But like, it's it's this movie. Yeah, it's this movie, and you're like, okay, it goes on way too long. Nothing happens, and then they just shoot him out of the airlock. Yeah, it's true, and nothing does happen while he's big. It does look really cool, yeah. but literally nothing, nothing happens. happens. He gets shot out of the airlock and he explodes, but unfortunately, they didn't have enough money to make him explode, so it's the same explosion. 
for when they blow up the spider cyborg monster like three seconds earlier. And if you watch, you can lit this. He explodes out in space. Yeah. The shot of the explosion for many frames, it's not like two frames, for many frames is an interior because you can see a hanging light it's in the explosion. Obviously, the exact, it's the bridge of the ship where the spider monster exploded. <laughs> it's not even like they, they comped it. They're just like, just use that again. Nobody, nobody will notice. And he's like, God damn it. The director was like, just use it again. If anybody notices, it's their fault for watching this movie all the way through. And then they're just like, huzzah, we did it. And they stopped the... the the end. The last yeah. three surviving people. Yeah, that's it. The end. Holy shit. And, and like, I thought this would kill the franchise. I truly thought that this would kill the franchise. I think it did in a way, but it was almost like a phoenix. It you know was. what I mean? You were literally ashes. You could be nothing else except to rise back up to the top. Well, before we move on to the cinematic achievement that is Leprechaun 5 in the mm. hood, would you like to hear my limerick for Leprechaun 5? I would 4? absolutely like to hear your limerick. All right, let me pull this up. Come on, phone. I think you should hurry up. Let's go. You know we're recording the show. <laughs> You're wasting my time. Hurry up and rhyme. Let's get this show on the road. <laughs> That's fucking Off good. the dome. Off the dome, son. All right, here we go. Leprechaun 4 is in space. It really is quite a disgrace. So lame it's shocking. Instead of rewatching, I'd rather be stabbed in the face. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty into that one. Oh, my God. I'm so happy we did these. This is at least, I think, like, in the history of the world, yeah. God and stuff will look back and be like, ugh, those Leprechaun franchises. Well, at least the Launchpad podcast made some funny rhymes about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's God's takeaway. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, that sounds just, just terrible. Yeah, why would we watch that? We're about to dive into part five, Rumi. Leprechaun in the hood. Are you ready to reveal this truth? To figure out why we jumped to the past? What power does this movie hold? Rumi, it's, it's 1999. Our, our high school selves are out there somewhere. Do, do you think we should find them? Warn them about the future? Maybe tell them to invest in Google? I would tell myself to sell my Star Wars toys and take a girl on a friggin' date. <laughs> 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 That's what I would do. <laughs> I'd tell myself to play more D&D. <laughs> I like that future you would tell past you to be nerdier. Like, listen, kid, you're not being dorky enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rumi. Let's do it. I'm excited about this. The whole time we were like, let's do the Leprechaun series, I was like, I've been wanting to do this so that we could talk about Leprechaun 5. I mean, this movie, it's amazing. It almost doesn't fit in the franchise. I mean, obviously, the, the premise is not as coherent on the surface as some of the other ones, although Leprechaun in Space is kind of fucking out there, too. I mean, it, it is definitely sort of a reboot, and it all culminated on March 28th, 1999, a year to the date of its release. The script that would become Leprechaun 5 was delivered to the studio. Dude, March 28th, 1999. That's five days away. We already fucked the timeline to bits. We can't blow this. We don't have enough fuel to do a complicated time travel rectification mission. Then that means we can only do one thing. I mean, the most logical answer. We, we have, have to, to write, write Leprechaun, Leprechaun 5. 5. All right. Do we say anything else on the tape? 
Do we give any clues to what made this movie so good? Came out in 2000, and this was the movie that brought Jennifer Aniston back to stardom. I mean, since Friends, she had done a bunch of movies, but she came back and just destroyed it. I mean, this was the movie that brought peace between Hologram Tupac and Hologram Biggie. Mm -hmm. Kendrick Lamar brokered it. This movie won a lot of awards, a lot of awards that were not even film awards. It did not win any sort of peace prize type things, but it definitely won some scientific awards. There were a lot of achievement awards. Yeah, Bono said that if it were up to him, he would have given his Nobel Peace Prize to Leprechaun if he, if he had been allowed to, but, but they, they said no, no mm -hmm. way. And that is why he led... Uh, the, the push to make the, the soundtrack. So he did the, all the soundtrack. Yep. And then all of the money that they raised for the concerts from the live performances. Now, the Hollywood Bowl was the most notable one. I'm yeah. sure you guys know about that oh one. Oh, my but God. They took all the money from the charities of that and gave them to the underprivileged Irish Children Potato Foundation. And, I mean, this is what really solved world hunger. It's incredible that one movie can have such an impact on time, on history, mm -hmm. on the world. And... You know, after that, just I don't think the face of cinema has been the same. No, I mean, it, uh, certainly America has not been the same, but definitely it's, it's helped a lot of um, international relations, clearly, with Ireland itself. But also, you know, really, I don't want to say worldwide, but tell me a country that was not at least remotely affected, if not directly affected. Other countries saw the awesome stuff that was happening in Ireland because of Leprechaun in the Hood, and they brought peace. North Korea and South Korea... China and Russia, like everybody just came together and said, what are we doing? What are we fighting for? We're all just human beings. This is the human race. And it, and it really created a movement. Mm. I mean, I, I'm just in awe that we even get to talk about it. Rumi, you know what would be amazing? Tell me. If we could go back in time to see the genesis of genius, go see them write this movie and create the greatest film ever made. To like just kind of be a fly on the wall in the product, like the creative process, yeah, on getting the ideas together, yeah, because it definitely is like a, a genre expanding premise to make this movie. I think it'd be so amazing. You want to go back and meet the writers? Well, we have a time travel button on our spaceship. We do. We have the quantum drive. I've been tinkering with it. I think I got it working perfectly now. We could definitely go back in time. You, you want to do it? Should we yeah. do this? All right, let's go to the past. Hold on. I'm going to put on the perfect time travel music. Yeah, Huey Lewis and the News. That's right, baby. Push the button. All right, hitting the button right now.
but I think the Rocketeers are up for it. Rumi, you in? I'm in, man. This is going to determine the future. We have to do our best work ever. Let's split up, come up with some ideas, we'll brainstorm, we'll come back in a little bit. Alright, I already got some ideas going. Alright, see you in a little bit. Oh my god, dude, this is great. We are so awesome. We are so awesome. I, I've had so many great ideas. Like, like you know how he didn't rhyme in four? Right. We're bringing it back, man, because you and I are so good at limericks and rhyming. Dude, we are. And you know what? Like, let's do it almost exclusively in rhymes. The entire movie. There wasn't movie. enough rhyming in yeah, the franchise. The entire movie. Here's my thing. Yeah. Prometheus. Yeah. Sucked. Sucked. Covenant. Sucked. sucked. Complete incorrect use of flutes. Yeah. But I love what you did here. Yeah. You this like that, don't you? This is going to be good. Oh, yeah. man. Because gonna... it's not shoehorned in. It makes no. a lot of sense when you weave it in with urban rap. And especially because it was like, what instrument could a leprechaun play? And I was like, bagpipes, those are bulky and weird. That's like a flute a statue can hold. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, right? Right, exactly. And exactly. then I also like that we decided to bring the statue back, even though it hasn't been discussed in about two movies. I know. I was missing the statue. Mm-hmm. Because like, in the third one, you're like, yeah, if he's a statue, he's easy to port around. You can right. like, put him in there. And like, I think these characters are really going to speak to a younger generation. I don't mean to cut you short, yep. but I actually have to call right now. I have a, a list of A-list rappers that we're going to try to get in the movie. Yeah. I don't want to tell you who I'm talking to just yet, <laughs> but let's just say, cool as ice. <laughs> I'm so awesome. stoked about this, dude. Oh, man. And then when they have to sneak in to the leprechaun's lair and we do a drag mission impossible, like, so good, dude. Your choice to leave the mustache on the actor? Perfect. And, like... The representation that the dude dies a virgin wearing a wedding dress. I mean, I don't. I agree that a lot of our audience will not necessarily pick up on that. But then eventually, as the cult status grows, I think that'll be like the kind of thing people will wear at a midnight screening. Oh, absolutely. I, th- I, I mean, I think, I think we're really doing this justice. I know, I feel bad that we really messed up one of the greatest movies of all time. But I think we're nailing it. In retrospect, our mistake was not traveling back in time and squishing the writers of. A truly life-changing film. Yeah. But our mistake was traveling back in time and squishing a room full of writers before they wrote a life-changing <laughs> film. <laughs> Had we showed up a couple minutes later, it may have been okay. Well, I mean, I was—I've been looking at the quantum drive, and I think the th- problem was I didn't account for the rotation of the planet, and we ended up like smack dab in the middle of the table. So, so my you bad. were off by like a quarter of a parsec. Yeah, dude, because I mean the Earth spins, and I just kept forgetting that like it's spinning on two axes around the sun and around itself. So that's my bad, dude. My bad. Sorry. Check your math. That's what my dad always said. <laughs> As we've established, I don't always math. <laughs> <laughs> Are we ready to go back? I think we should leave this on the table. Mm-hmm. Along with the squishy body parts <laughs> of a bunch of writers. It'll lead to the mythos, man. I love that we d- we have destroyed this room. Yeah. The table is still okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've done the Lord's work here. All right. All right. Let's let's skedaddle. <laughs> Feels good to be back in the present time, Rumi. All right. Well, we are now back in the year 2018. Yep. We were about to start talking about the best movie 
I mean, without a doubt, the best movie ever. But I um, don't if, often admit that I'm wrong, but I think we messed up. I definitely have to say it feels a little bit different. <laughs> it does. I don't uh, want to play one thing on another, but I just saw who was president. <laughs> world, world peace has not been achieved. That is true. <laughs> the Irish potato children are still hungry. <laughs> And Hologram Tupac and Hologram Biggie are still beefing. Let me Google this shit. <laughs> oh, no, Ruby. IMDb gives Leprechaun in the Hood 3.7 out of 10 stars. 3.7? That doesn't seem right. Before we went back, and it had 37 stars yeah, out of 10. They cha- IMDb allowed them to have more than 10 stars. All right, let's, let's look at some of the information on this. because I People do not seem to be receiving what we put down. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think our tagline was still pretty strong. <laughs> evils in the house. I think that was pretty good for for Leprechaun in, in the hood. I don't know, man. Having a lot of regret. It's a strange feeling. Usually I'm pretty stoked on everything I do. Well, one thing I'm seeing not a lot of people commented on, but that we definitely did, was we made him really ginger in this one. <laughs> he has, like, ridiculous hair. And that's definitely, obviously, that's my fault, right? <laughs> but no one seems to be commenting on that. So no one's hating on his gingerness, which is good. But, I mean, they're hating on his rhymes, man. A friend with weed is a friend indeed. That's gold. I guess so. <laughs> and some of the dialogue we wrote, like, midget Midas motherfucker, which was <laughs> an iced tea line. First of all, we secured iced tea, so at least we did that. Yeah. He calls the leprechaun a midget Midas motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I still like the mind control scene. Whenever they play the flute and, like, it controls people's brains and like what they're thinking i think that's still done pretty well what were we thinking putting a fucking flute (sighs) in a movie my hindsight 2020 you know what it should have been his fucking pipe we've seen the leprechaun have a pipe (laughs) they find the pipe and they're like let's smoke out of this shit and whenever they smoke the pipe around people they get hypnotized this movie leans a little heavy into the urban and african-american culture and it it kind of makes fun of a lot of things that are stereotypically urban yeah like smoking weed I get, like we get it. it i mean i guess it could be worse but we could have played that back a little bit <sighs> they feed the leprechaun like a baby with an airplane like open your mouth me 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 they don't a blind woman does <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the leprechaun instead of murdering her or simply leaving follows her and sits in the chair and tries to eat the stuff from the spoon that she's offering him. I don't understand why this... You know, that's one thing I do want to say. Warwick Davis, the actor who plays the leprechaun, yeah, he really fucking tries. In every movie in this whole series, he's doing his best with what he's been giving. Yeah. Whether he's a giant leprechaun in a space station or he is a leprechaun dealing with some blind woman trying to put food in his mouth for some reason, he is trying. And I feel like he does a good job considering in the third one, he really shows his range. He plays Elvis and, like, nine different characters <laughs> on the true. TV. That's true. I don't want to say he's, like, an award-winning actor because of this series, but he's doing a good job. Yeah. And he plays a pretty consistent character, even though they keep changing his wardrobe and his look and his motivations and his weaknesses and his powers. The character he's playing is the same. <laughs> and he plays it yeah. with the same intensity. I got it. Like, without shitting on him, he is trying his hardest. I mean... Uh, I give him props for 
buying and selling this character wholeheartedly. Sure. It doesn't matter if it's a serious one like the first one or a sil- kind of mid midway like the second couple or just completely stupid, ridiculous like this one. I mean, looking at this, like I thought we were being really clever with the way they snuck into the leprechaun's palace dressed in dresses. But like I don't know why the filmmakers chose to leave the Mission Impossible glasses on the guy while they were doing it. The whole thing. The whole time. So this movie, I don't know how many of you in this timeline have seen it. It starts with Ice T and an Afro Mm -hmm. and some other dude are in like a subway. Yeah. Like like in the tunnels. And they're trying to find some shit. They fall into this room. The room has the leprechaun statue with the the amulet. And the flute. From three. Oh, yeah. And he's got a flute. From three, yeah, skipped over four. They take the amulet and the flute. The leprechaun comes alive, starts killing the other guy, menacing Ice T. Ice T pulls a bat, a baseball bat, out of his afro. Out of his afro, which I think the filmmakers took some liberties with that because we had him pull it out like he had it with him, and they were like, oh, let's make it funny, pull it out of that. Don't blame that on us. <laughs> yeah, not our fault. We didn't write that. He eventually tra- he gets the amulet back on the leprechaun, turns yep. it back into the same exact pose statue. Did you notice that in the room where the leprechaun was, there was like a little table and it had like Colt 54 on it? Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was wondering if they had a sponsorship from Colt 45 <laughs> and they were like, no, we don't want it's that It's not now. a children's movie? Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, fuck you, Colt 54. <laughs> yeah. It's not a children's movie? <laughs> it becomes apparent that this little flute, if you play it for someone, they like whatever you're doing. They're down with your singing or your rapping or whatever. So... Ice-T has become this mogul gangster producer guy. And our main protagonist, the main one of which is named Postmaster P. Great name. Uh, the P is for positive because they are positive rappers. Yeah, they're trying to like... They sing the worst, slowest, most boringest raps ever. In like a hotel lobby. They're like the hotel band. It looks and terrible. No, like even they sound bored with themselves. Yes. They're trying to get a gig. They end up. It, it's terrible. The raps are terrible. They sound terrible. It's like the, the main beat is. She's like, my name is Postmaster P. I'm positive. It's terrible. There's a hype man that does do. He doesn't do anything. He just it looks goofy. There's no reason that anyone would want to listen to these guys rap. Yeah, but you're like, okay, that if wasn't this us is either. the plot. That was not us. This is the plot. Our raps were dope. <laughs> yeah, they must have like a ghost writing team come back. Like, wait, some time travelers wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> These positive rappers who make a point multiple times of saying we're going to be positive. Yep. They finally somehow corner Ice T and are like, you got to listen to us. We want you to rep us for some reason. Even he's though like, he's like the baddest gangster in right. town. He's like, okay. He listens to their shit and is like, he actually says something I'm paraphrasing, but we, we want to be slapping bitches up and shoot your homie in the face. We don't want this positive stuff. Yeah. The boys are dismayed that they don't get a, a rap deal with this guy. Yeah. And they start talking. And they say, oh, let's break into his house and steal some shit. That's just some, like, what? I don't know what happened in between 1999 and 2000 when this ended up getting made. But, like, breaking in to the baddest gangster in town after you just said what positive people you are and, like, trying to get out of out of your situation and trying to break free of the cycle of crime and your best decision is to go break into Ice-T's house, please. And they go in there armed. They have guns. Big guns. So they walk in. They're stealing some shit. They end up stealing the amulet from the uh, leprechaun. 
They end up trying to get the flute. The leprechaun becomes alive. The leprechaun kills some people. They get out. And they leave with Ice-T's flute, his yep. magical flute that he got from the rapper. Yep. And then Ice-T yells the memorable movie line, Fuck, they got the flute. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I rewound that twice. I had to watch it because it was like, Yo, fuck, they got the flute. <laughs> and I watched that and I was like, Dude, right when that happened, Ice Cube on the set of Are We There Yet was like, oh, God, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's the hardest thing Ice-T's ever said. Yeah, oh, God. Oh, my God. Now, now the boys have the flute, right, Rooms? You want to take it from there? So they got the flute. They go back to the guys that told them that they were shit, and they do their show, but the guy plays the flute beforehand, and everybody starts jamming out to it. They freaking mm, love it. Love it. And they start, like, getting some notoriety, but... Uh-oh, Ice-T's still alive. And he shows up and is like, give me my fucking flute back. And he chases them into hiding. So they go to their friend who is a transgendered woman. He's a man dressed like a woman. Dressed as a woman. Talking about getting money for his surgery. Yep. And so they're like, let's throw a concert in the alleyway. Can I talk about when they're practicing? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're practicing, okay? And I'm listening to the freestyle. And while I'm listening to the freestyle, I said, What? So I rewound it, and I put on subtitles. Can I read you? And I'm going to read you one subtitle I think was incorrect because it made zero sense. <laughs> if I read it as I think it is, it makes more sense, but not a lot. Let me read it to all you. Right, all right. They, his name is Stray Bullet, the rapper. Okay. Right? They call me Stray. You know that I pull it out with no delay. The subtitle said, I'm out my waistband. I think he was saying, I pull it out my waistband. Don't you know I'm from the wastelands, from the dome? I roam with the chromosome. Come around, I pound you in the head with red. What? <laughs> Some of those words don't even rhyme, what? let alone that's, do they make any sort of sense. It's a hard rhyme, man. I worked hard on putting that in there. You ripping on my on my dope rhymes? Dude? That was you. <laughs> <laughs> Off the dome. You do roam with the chromosome. I got I to gotta tell you. <laughs> that's one thing. I saw you one day, and I was like, that kid roams with the chromosome. I want him to be in my room. He's my roommate. <laughs> yeah, the rapping in this, I don't know. I don't know what happened. That's the one that I had to stop and listen to because I was like, Multiple wait, times. what? Yes. So they throw this party in the alley of their transgender friend's apartment where they're hiding out, and the leprechaun shows up. Now, again, I got to give the leprechaun credit because he just kind of does whatever. He's already fucked around with this blind woman, right, who's feeding him and shit. Now he walks in, and the transgender person sees him and is like, ooh, you the perfect size. He's really going into it. When the leprechaun walks in, he goes, I didn't come to play with fruit. I only seek me magic flute. (laughs) Now, the transgender person hears that and goes... That's such a musical way of putting it. <laughs> and then I wrote, I wrote here, the confused-looking leprechaun goes with her into the bedroom. <laughs> Why is he going? He kills her, unfortunately. He chokes her out. But the rapper boys think that the leprechaun's banging her. Because mm-hmm. he's yelling. But he's choking her to death, which isn't even that great of a kill. If you're getting choked in a horror movie, like, come on. Like, like, you know what that is? What? They had to meet their day. Yeah. And they were like, all right, no, there's no head exploding. Just can you can you just choke him? Yeah. Choking in any and he chokes multiple people in these movies. It's so lame. Like getting choked by a leprechaun is probably the worst way to die. Agree. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> How did you die in a movie? Was it awesome? Did your head explode? Did a leprechaun pop out of your dick? Did you get cut in half by a chainsaw? Did you get fucked to death by a sex bot? Nope. 
<laughs> he choked me to death. I got choked a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So then they continue to be chased by Ice-T and the Leprechaun. Stray Bullet gets killed. It's pretty sad. Mm-hmm. It's actually it's actually a pretty good, sad moment. Because he's a main character. Yeah. And I feel like this is one of those quote-unquote horror movies that establishes, like, it's kind of fun. People are getting killed, but not the main characters. No one's in danger, danger. We're not worried. Yeah. But then a main character who's like a goofy guy dies, and you're like, wait, main characters can get killed? Ooh, yeah. It's genuinely a messed up scene. Because, mm-hmm. like, the leprechaun shows up with some of his zombie ladies. They're not called zombie ladies. What do they call them in the, in the movie? Zombie fly girls. Actually, what exactly happens is the leprechaun yells out, From the depths of the netherworld, I summon you, me zombie fly girls. <laughs> Yeah. Such regret right now, Rumi. Uh, yeah. One thing I don't regret. What? We skipped over this real quick. There's a boring church scene where the boys are trying to sing in the church, and they're just destroying us. Terrible. Yeah. Very funny. We did, like, some really good, stupid fucking comedy that no one laughs at. Yeah. Coolio walks into the church for no reason, and you're like, oh, shit, Coolio's in the movie. Yep. And then the main characters essentially say the same thing. They look back, and they go, Coolio? Julio doesn't say anything. He doesn't do anything. He just looks in and looks confused. And like that's his IMDb page. <laughs> yeah. It's like he was supposed to be on a different movie but accidentally walked into this set. Yeah, he was like, yo, is this Dracula 3000? They were like, no, Dangerous Mind, go next door. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he looks so confused. As I walk in the movie and I look at the set, <laughs> look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Because <laughs> I've been rapping and acting so long that even my mama thinks my career is gone. <laughs> but I ain't never done a movie that didn't deserve it. Killed by a vampire and leprechaun, you know it's unheard of. So you better watch out where you're walking. Or you and your homie would be walking into a church scene <laughs> like for no reason. <laughs> Fool. <laughs> Tell me why are we so blind to see that we're being killed by a guy who's green. Pop. <laughs> We've been spending most of our lives Acting in Leprechaun Fun. <laughs> you can find it in the discount price. <laughs> Looking for Leprechaun Fun. Wow. You just, everyone, you, you, you should, I hope you're half as excited as we are because <laughs> like, this just came out of fucking nowhere. This is we didn't have this in our notes or anything. We just kept singing. And, and usually when we do like funny little bits like this, it's like okay, we got a couple li- lines in and we laugh. We have we got through like the first <laughs> one, dude. Wrote half the song. <laughs> <laughs> we just did more work on this off the top of our heads than Coolio did in this movie. I mean, at that moment, <laughs> I'm crying. We could have been driving a Jaeger, man. It was. <laughs> Mind meld amazing moments. Driving a Jaeger. That's pretty good. So Coolio's in it. (laughs) So the moment where Stray Bullet dies, this is actually pretty cool. So they're in the room, and he's like, I know how to kill this motherfucker, and he pulls out a gun. I mean, it was really smart how you wrote this scene. I thought it was very impressive. And and they, they actually pulled it off. It's one of the few pieces that remain from our original script was 
So the leprechaun shows up with his fly girls, and he starts mind-controlling them to put the gun in each other's mouths and mm-hmm. point the gun at each other. And I was like, holy shit, that's messed up. Yeah. And it's really well done. It's actually one of the few moments that you're like, this is pretty solid the way they did it. And then at the last minute, Stray Bullet puts the gun in his mouth and pulls the trigger. And it was like, damn. And he says something like to his friends, like, oh, you got to stop this for me. Or, you yeah. know, you do the right thing. So, but he says goodbye to his friends as he kills himself yeah. through mind powers. Through mind control, being mind controlled. It's pretty, pretty intense. But then, like, the leprechaun goes back to his little party hole. Ice-T's still looking for the flute. And the two friends that are left, Postmaster P and what's the other friend's name? Chubby mustache <laughs> comic relief guy. <laughs> Butch. His name's Butch. Butch. <laughs> Yo, that's right, Butch. Yeah. He makes a decent Butch. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they decide that they need to sneak into the leprechaun, and if they kill the leprechaun, everything will be back to normal? Yes. Question mark? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. So Butch shows up wearing Mission Impossible glasses. It's little frameless glasses with flashlights on either side, and he's come up with this master plan of how to get into the leprechaun's place, and stop him. This is a pretty good plan if you're Bugs Buddy. (laughs) Yeah, and Postmaster P is like, how do we get in there, man? He only lets chicks in there. And he's like, I got an idea. And so they dress up as women. Butch is in a white wedding dress, Mm -hmm. and Postmaster P is in a red dress, and they sneak in. They couldn't look any more like men. So they sneak in, and... Postmaster P makes it all the way up to the leprechaun's lair, and the leprechaun rhymes at him. It's a pretty disgusting suggestiveness. Something about going downtown, which is just like, oh, God, I roll. Mm-hmm. I don't re- remember what happens in between that moment. Part of the plan that we haven't talked about yet, and this was us trying to incorporate elements from the other movies, but failing. Yeah. They're trying to get him, if he has too much shamrocks, he loses his powers. He doesn't get killed. So the guys try to put shamrocks in weed so that he could oh. smoke the weed and lose his powers. That mm. was their plan. Oh, because they look in Leprechaun for dummies? Right, yes. Mm. I love that <laughs> as they're getting dressed in his women's clothing and he pulls up the gun and he's like, time to get gangster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the Clovers one for sure. When they're getting in there in drag, yeah, they got in there in drag so he would think that they wanted to bang him. Then they want him to smoke up first so he's relaxed. Oh. Because they found that information, of course. In the Leprechauns for Dummies book. Right. They must not have had access to that CD-ROM. Oh, God. <clears throat> this is my favorite part of their whole plan. Yeah. They're in drag. Yep. Right? They know the score. They know what's been happening. Yes. They go into his Leprechaun club that he lives in now, I guess. Yep. And the zombie fly girls are there. The guys are able to unzombify them. By having them smoke the shamrock-laced weed. The movie shows these hot girls in gold dresses with sunglasses and bad wigs. Mm-hmm. And when they take their sunglasses off, they have like glowing green eyes, like Terminator, but green. Yeah. That's how you know they're zombified. The second, literally the second their eyes go regular colored, <laughs> Postmaster P, and I'm telling you, the second their eyes go regular, he goes, tell me where the leprechaun is. It's okay. Tell me and I'll let you go. <laughs> now, can you imagine all three girls that are zombified and then turn unzombified? Yeah. They look around as if they just came to. Yeah. Like as if awakening from a dream. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if you woke up 
not knowing where the last couple days of your life were. Yeah. And there is a large black man with big muscles in a red dress and a terrible blonde wig <laughs> holding a gun. And the first thing he says to you is, tell me where the leprechaun is. It's okay. Tell me and I'll let you go. <laughs> Can you fucking imagine? I'd be like, wait, I have a thousand questions and then I will do my best to help you. <laughs> Where have I been for the past week? Why am I here? Why am I dressed like this? What was in that joint? <laughs> a second ago, I was doing laundry in the woods. I was out in the woods doing laundry. I heard a noise behind me and now I'm sitting in a club dressed scantily and a man is yelling, tell me where the leprechaun A man dressed like a woman. And I'm high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Well... That's just some of the reasons that this movie is... Ugh. I looked it up on Wikipedia, and it says, In order to gain entry, they dress in drag. Postmaster P then disenchants the zombie fly girls, clarification needed, by having them smoke one of the joints laced with clovers. The duo then goes upstairs to find the leprechaun who wants the dragged-up Postmaster P to give him a blowjob. Before proceeding any further, the leprechaun smokes the clover lace joint and passes out. In any of these other movies, especially the first one, especially the first one. Mm -hmm. If he smoked that, he would have like disintegrated from the inside. And that's what I was hoping for because I was like, oh, yeah, four-leaf clovers kill him, right? Correct. That, yes, that's, I mean, and again. I think we toyed around with that being our first idea for the end of this, and they just changed it. I don't know what happened. That would have been smarter, though. Laced up clover weed. The leprechaun passes out. They get the flute back or whatever, and they're going downstairs, and Ice-T's like, oh, you thought I was out of this movie? Uh-uh. And he shoots Butch, who dies a virgin in his wedding dress. <laughs> I feel like Ice-T planned it that way. And then Postmaster P, who up until this point was wearing a wig, pulls it off defiantly and steps out into the club. And at this moment, Ice-T must have been like, what movie am I in right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the director ran up to him dressed like a woman and was like, where's the leprechaun? Tell me, <laughs> Tell me to let you go. <laughs> and so they have this big standoff. And the rap artist, Postmaster P... Yeah, don't call him a rap artist. ...shoots Mac Daddy. So Postmaster P was this, like, positive guy is like, get the fuck out of my life, and shoots Ice-T, like, three times. Just pop, 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 pop. And he doesn't kill him, though. The leprechaun kills Ice-T with a finger gun. Finally, leprechaun kills him. So he shoots Ice-T a couple oh, times. Oh, right, right. And the he, leprechaun he shows falls up, down. We and the leprechaun starts fucking with Postmaster P, the rap artist. <laughs> <laughs> but then Ice T's still alive and he hits he's like riddled with bullets and he hits the leprechaun with a chair and he uses the finger guns and like blows a hole in Ice T's torso. Mm -hmm. At the last second, Ice T throws the amulet in the air. And you see that the Lep's POV as the yeah. circling necklace theoretically falls around him, therefore making him a statue again. It cuts to black though, and we don't see what's happening, and then it like fades up and postmaster P is like rapping about being awesome on the stage. The same four lines over, he says them about six times, the same four <laughs> lines, while being backlit in silhouettes. Gross. And then he takes off his glasses and, <gasps> green eyes, he's the Hulk the whole time. Which makes no sense. <laughs> Postmaster P is, is forced to wander the world. Being rich and awesome? Yeah. Apparently. And then the leprechaun goes, I taught him everything he knows. Yeah. And like, aren't you a fucking statue? And also, didn't you just kill people? Like, you weren't working with Ice-T. Yeah. Ice-T didn't have green eyes. He just had a flute. Doesn't make any sense. They ruined our script, man. I'm glad they kept the credit scene, though. Yes. 
afterwards, the part that we re- worked really hard on was the leprechaun rap. It's the leprechaun in the hood walking around, making fly girls zombie girls while walking around this club. <laughs> <laughs> the place where I learned my thing. From the Emerald Isle to your place in the hood. I'm the man of green, come to do no good. Left in the hood, come to do no good. Left in the hood, come to do no good. Blunt is dope, this place is hype. There's a last issue, just by type. I hate your resort so soon to money. Haven't been late so long, it's happened. And on paper, this sounded like a better so idea. In practice, it's I'm creepy. Good. The whole time he's holding a microphone, I'm you can see that it's not plugged into anything. Show me what you do when you get down. I'll go up, you go down. We'll call see your love to It starts to like run out of time like he's in a rush. Yeah. Better turn up the lights and pray some more. We're gonna party through the night until the door. Then you and I are gonna get it all. Left in the hood, come to do no good. Left in the hood, come to do no good. And they're not in sync at all. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Rumi, I just noticed something. They made a fucking sequel to this. They they did. Yeah. We need to go watch this, don't we? We do. Before we go watch this movie, you want to hear the limerick I had for... Oh, fuck yeah. I got to hear my my lip lip in the hood come to do no good limerick. The Brookon 5 in the hood, a movie that's really not good. Though some will brave it, Ice-T couldn't save it. I guess it's just misunderstood. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I also love the concept that this movie is not terrible. It's just misunderstood. Like, maybe it's on us. (laughs) Well, I mean... the audience. I will be one of those people who always secretly knows that had a little bit of my fault in there. <laughs> well, <laughs> I came up with, we had such a fun time doing the Coolio rips. Yeah. I wrote a little bit more of a song. Would you like to hear it? Yes. Power and the money, money and the power. This movie's too long, 30 minutes and an hour. <laughs> Everybody's rapping, but nobody's listening. Leprechaun is a statue, not a ghost from a guy who's pissing. <laughs> little green guy's got to eat from a woman who can't see. I just don't understand it. Why would he sit and eat? I guess he's old and got no gold. I guess he front. That's why I know this film is out of luck, fool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Right now, Coolio's rolling over in his grave. Coolio's still alive. No, I know he's going to be in a zombie movie. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, Coolio. We know you're listening. Oh, my God. All right. So are we going to watch the sequel? All right. Let's check it out. We'll be right back. Well, this one, it's important to say that this is Leprechaun Back to the number two, The Hood. T-H-A. Back to The Hood. Yep. And it starts with a preacher who hates rainbows. Well, (laughs) and I'm happy that you... I'm happy that you wrote that because because it's important. This movie opens with a man who's a preacher. Yep. And he, the first thing we see him do after stumbling out of some bushes is swing a shovel at a rainbow. <laughs> Hates those rainbows. He's going to fight. It starts with a rainbow fight. I guess we've done all the other ones. We should say that the tagline for this one is, Evil has a whole new rap. Womp womp. Jesus Christ. For no real reason. But then, like, the next day, 
like mm-hmm. the neighborhood kids or whatever they are hanging out and meet these characters. And I will say this. You know how earlier I said that these movies felt like sometimes they just had to shoehorn leprechauns in? This felt like a real movie, like a real like boys to the hood, menace to society, like a movie about growing up hard in poor circumstances in yes. the inner city. Yes. And then they were like, how do we fit a leprechaun into yes. this? It does seem like it was almost like the leprechaun part was an afterthought. An afterthought. Right. Because this, this particular movie has way more character development than it has any right to have. Sure. That is, I would agree with that. That is true. And it's almost like some of the other movies that even did not come out as good as this one tried harder yeah. or didn't try. This one was like, they were actors trying to like do things and the characters were, I guess, trying to do things. Way better than it should be. Like, we know that she's trying to raise money to go to college and like, everybody has goals and dreams and like, character development out the wazoo. And then a leprechaun shows up every now and then to fuck some shit up. Say, but all that being said, did you care about any of the characters? Fuck that, no. I, yeah, want, I was there to watch a leprechaun, yeah, just kill, a leprechaun kill people, and that was it. <sighs> kind of happens. I don't know. A bunch of shit happens. There's tons of character exposition before we even see the leprechaun for the first time. Mm-hmm. Literally, like 30 minutes pass before somebody falls into this like abandoned room and finds the leprechaun. Like under a construction yeah, site, right? finds the leprechaun, his gold. And then when they find the gold, the leprechaun crawls out from underground yeah like zombie style right yeah there's but there's like a lot of hands for some reason but like oh, the leprechaun right, like right. comes out of hell for oh his you know why because this is the one that opens with like an animation yeah and it says these leprechauns worked for this king and they came out to steal his gold back yeah and then like once their gold mission succeeded they all went back underground except this main one who's the bad one that we know yeah and he's like running amok but yeah the chick falls through this hole her Finds kind gold, of fucking yeah. badass boyfriend who she likes but doesn't like and he likes her but doesn't like her. Yeah. He comes down, they take the gold. They First of all, they figure out that it's in a little gold box, not a pot. Yeah. And the gold replenishes over time. So they take a bunch and That's then they're cool. like, the box yeah. is filled again. Yeah, all right. And they're like, oh, and uh, dude, uh, stoner character, don't buy weed with it. And immediately he buys a shit ton of weed. But like early on he's smoking weed. And this is weird. Whoever the like prop people were did not know what weed looks like because the bag looks like pencil shavings or yeah, something. Like, it's just green scraps, right? Yeah. They sharpened like a bunch of green pencils. <laughs> it like, literally looks like pencil shavings, it. but he's yelling at his dog and smoking, this is my bud, dog. You want some bud? Go yeah. get a job. This definitely thought it was, like this movie thought it was funny. Yeah. And they were like, oh look, it's he's smoking weed and talking about smoking weed. And you're like, cool, what happened next? They're like, he talked about weed. He finds a four-leaf clover in his bag of weed. And then tries to return it. A complete four. So he tries to return his bag of weed. To the boyfriend, not boyfriend. Cool, cool. <laughs> they find that the gold replenishes when you empty the box, and they get super rich, and the boyfriend, not boyfriend, goes and dates another chick. What a bastard. Oh, because now everyone's rich. Yeah, everybody's rich. Weed guy, guess what he did? Got rich, bought a car, bought a house. And packed it full of as many bongs as he possibly could. Like, mm-hmm. he lives in a bong museum now. <laughs> The other chick did nothing with her money. Oh, she bought a car. She, she bought, bought a, a red car. car. Yeah, you're right. She bought a car. I mean, it's just weird. They, they spend it all very differently. Mm-hmm. The boyfriend goes off with another chick. I kind of felt bad for her because I was like, what? what? why would he do that? A chick whose only ambition in the whole film was to get a single gold tooth. Yeah. She gets a gold tooth with one of the gold yeah, coins. Yeah, she steals one of the gold coins. From the chest. The leprechaun shows up and smokes a bong a bunch. This one's a lot of silly, goofy stuff. Like, I think the first time the leprechaun encounters the main characters, it's the guy, the goofy guy, who is essentially the butch of this movie. Yeah. And they're both high. Yep. They're both standing back to back, and the human character's making himself a sandwich. 
And while he's doing that, the leprechaun's behind him. Smoking like, a bong. Yeah, and like bum- they're like bumbling around each other but not touching each other. He sees the bong, keeps moving it, and the leprechaun keeps going for it behind him. And it's just like this Laurel and Hardy farce of like... Super funny. <laughs> and it goes on way too long. Eat and they're the like sandwich, making each other sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> eating shit and wah, 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 wah. Yeah, so... The leprechaun smokes a shit ton, and then everybody has these great jokes about, like, oh, man, this must be some good weed because I'm seeing leprechauns. One guy gets impaled with a bong. With a bong. I thought that was, like, a, at least that was a cool kill. Like, it wasn't choking. And then the water part of the bong fills up with blood. The leprechaun yeah. should have pulled that out and then smoked the, the blood bong. That would have been clever. Hey, leprechaun, back three the hood. We have ideas for you. <laughs> <laughs> This movie does do something interesting. It tries to eradicate the word that we cannot say, the word that cannot be mentioned. Oh, that's right, my ninja. Yeah, ninja, what up, ninja? <laughs> the funny thing is the people who actually appropriated that term are not the demographic that I think this movie hoped. Right, so it's like the movie, it has a African-American man walk up to another African-American man and be like, what's up, my ninja? And the other one's like, what? Ninja? What are you talking about? And they have a whole conversation, a dialogue about yeah. how like I'm not saying the N-word anymore. Yeah, we're not going to say that anymore. We're going to say ninja, and you know who said, that's a great idea. Men who wear clown face paint all the time. <laughs> what? Juggalos call each other that. Oh. What up, my ninja? That's true, but. <laughs> 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 they learned it from Lovercon back to the hood. Ninja 4, back to the hood. Oh, my goodness. I mean, what else even happens in this movie that's worth talking about? Nothing. He kills some people. He rips, like, somebody's stomach out, which was kind of I mean, it just does not feel like a Leprechaun movie. It really focuses more on the people than the Leprechaun, which is the the problem. I will say this is the most menacing Leprechaun. He's like the one that stalks people the most and like hunts them down and fights them and kills them. It's like very direct. This is the the most horror movie Leprechaun I think of them. We just spent a couple minutes talking about how he was goofing around with the idiot in the refrigerator. Right, but like when he's stalking them down in the streets. Oh, he wasn't on the clock? Yeah, when he's stalking them down on the streets, he's like hunting them it's very jason-esque the way they they film it which i kind of like that moment what are some good kill you have good kills no none of them are that good i mean he blows the guy through the stomach and you can see through it it's like oh yeah that is pretty cool that's not bad but other than that no ice t does not reprise his role there's a strange fortune teller woman who's like warns them about the gold Mm -hmm. and then she's the one who's like oh you got to kill it with four leaf clover and they're like what a coincidence i've been filling out my weed with four leaf clover good news good news for us so then they put four leaf clover in hollow tip bullets right which you're like okay i get how this is going to end but then they shoot the leprechaun with the bullets and what happens Nothing, nothing. Yep. Like little shitty CGI globes float out of him, and then he right, goes little popcorns, and it, like sucks it back in him. And then you're like, "But what the fuck?" Like midway through the third act, the leprechaun shows up. They're shooting him with the bullets, and the fortune teller's there, and suddenly she has magic fucking powers. Oh, they have force lightning. Yeah, they shoot force lightning at each other. She That's and the night. leprechaun have a magic fight, which. Up until this point, we haven't seen somebody else with crazy magic powers. Right, and we also don't know her. This is the second time she's in the movie at all. Right, at all. She's not really, like, a main character. Like, she's definitely not a main character. She's barely a character. So, like, in my opinion, you're not super invested in her. This also reuses a lot of moments from earlier films. Like, they do the whole, like, searching through the cabinets thing. A lot of the kills are kind of the same. He chokes a woman to death while she's getting a massage, which is like, ugh, Really? Like, I don't think he can get his hands around her neck, let alone choke her. Mm-hmm. She's a big lady. 
What happens at the end? It's a rooftop fight. It's actually pretty interesting. Don't lie. We've seen it before. What happens is the leprechaun is beating the protagonist pretty bad. Yep. And their old mutated rat sensei comes up the ladder. <laughs> says, Orokosaki. <laughs> <laughs> and then the leprechaun charges at him with a spear. <laughs> flips over. He's hanging. Yep. And he says, some other wise shit. And then Casey Jones. Oops. Crushes him in a garbage can, just some cold blooded murder shit. <laughs> Basically. Is that, I don't remember. Am I confusing movies? <laughs> I think you're thinking about the Jim Henson Ninja Turtle movie, but you know. Oh. It's close enough. Posit- Bossa Nova. <laughs> Basically, the leprechaun gets thrown off a roof and he falls in wet cement. And oh, that's and into the construction site at the beginning. Yeah, and then they build like a youth center on top of him. And like, I'm not saying that you have to like call back to every single thing that you've ever done before, but this is the same leprechaun that. In the first movie, you see teleport, right? Yeah. This is the same leprechaun who can magically appear and unappear places, right? Yep. He can tweedledee anywhere he wants. So <laughs> <laughs> he gets stuck in cement, and that's the end of him in this movie. That's the end of him for right. this franchise for the most part. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, you couldn't teleport out of there. No, these movies are just incomprehensibly stupid the way they relate to each other. And it's like, it's like nobody read an actual leprechaun myth. Nobody went and did any research for how leprechauns work. They were like, Guy Green, he likes gold. Done. I looked up some leprechaun myth. You did? One of the first appearances of leprechauns is some prince guy was sleeping on a beach, and he wakes up, and three leprechauns are trying to drag him in the ocean. And he catches the three leprechauns, and they each one of them gives him one wish, so he gets three wishes. That is it. That is really all there is for leprechauns. They don't show up again until much, much later in history. But like that is one of the original leprechaun myths. Sometimes they wear green. Sometimes they wear red. Do they live at the beach? In the original myth, they're kind of aquatic Are you creatures. Sure, they weren't mermaids. I know, right? They're little sea imps in this original thing. <laughs> <laughs> so catch a leprechaun, get a wish. That's in the original myth. But that's mm-hmm. about it. Everything else has come much, much later on. Like Darby O'Gill and the little people like set up the rest of the myth, and that's about it. Maybe that's part of like a leprechaun's power is like humanity just keeps forgetting about them and like there's no like <laughs> recorded instances. It's like there's four major leprechaun events, right? First one was the mermaid leprechauns come up and try to drag that guy in. The next was the first four leprechaun movies, then the the third instance was the back to the hood, so the urban market had it. Disney did Darby O'Gill and the Little People. And then the fourth one was I Was Born. And then that was pretty much it. <laughs> that was pretty much it. <laughs> that's all that's on the books. And this movie's so weird about it, too. It really doesn't make sense. And again, like, why go back to the hood? Did it do that well that they deserved a second leprechaun movie? Well, I like that the, the first one was leprechaun in the hood, regular the. This one is T-H-A. The Hood. Because it's gangster as fuck. But I also like that it's the number two, even though it's the sixth movie. Leprechaun back, number two, The Hood. It's an inner sequel to its inner storyline. I like that it does that, though, because, like, like I live in... A sub-franchise. I live in Lake Balboa, which is a place that, like, just made its own shit. It used to be Van Nuys, and then it was like, we're not Van Nuys, we're Lake Balboa. Like, this is like, we're not Leprechaun 6, we're Leprechaun back to the hood. Yeah. Like, no, you're Leprechaun 6, dude. I live in Van Nuys. They're (laughs) splitting off to their own franchise within the franchise. That's interesting. How many other movies have sub-franchises? Well, I guess the Alien movies now have sub-franchises. The Alien franchise now has the Prometheus Suck-A-Dick franchise. Do you think that Ridley (laughs) Scott caught a Leprechaun and took his flute and was like, I want to make more Alien movies. (laughs) 
He certainly has plenty of flutes in his goddamn movies. How fucking awesome if, like, I right now Ice T is trying to find and kill Ridley Scott for stealing his flute. (laughs) (laughs) They keep talking about making a Chucky Leprechaun crossover, and I'm like, no, please don't do that. I love the Chucky franchise, and I don't know why that would even work. Because they're the same size a little bit. So that doesn't mean it has to happen. Oh, I agree. I mean, I would go see it immediately, but there's no way that would be good. So the Chucky franchise has made seven decent movies. Even the worst <clears> one <throat> is still better than any of the Leprechaun movies. If you cut out all the bad shit in Leprechaun movies and just put those two or three good remaining scenes, they're worse than the worst scene of any Chucky movie. For oh, my sure. God, yeah. Leprechaun is magic, so wouldn't... Although, I guess if he can get encased by concrete, he's not that magic. I just hope we never, ever, ever, ever see this crossover. You'd be against that? Like, if if, so, if producers came to you and were like, listen, we just need you to give us the green light on this, you would shut it down? 100%. I would rather see a Chucky Leatherface crossover. I would rather see a Chucky Michael Myers crossover. There's a million crossovers. I would rather see even less plausible. The only reason people are like, oh, yeah, it's because they're the same size. Would you size. rather see a Chucky Leprechaun crossover or a Chucky Inspector Gadget crossover? Chucky Inspector Gadget, because at least then Inspector Gadget has some real shit to investigate. <laughs> what if Inspector Gadget went rogue and was the killer and Chucky was investigating him? I'm intrigued. But <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what I'm not intrigued by? A goddamn rhyming-ass leprechaun doing anything with a much better franchise. I disagree. I feel like right now I can come up with two or three pretty good plot lines. No, 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 no. You can come up with funny plot lines that we would laugh at. You can't come up with a possibly good movie that you would actually want to watch that is deserving of the Chucky franchise. Mm. I did write a limerick for this one. All right, let's hear it. It's about my favorite part of the whole movie. Do it. Viewing the sixth film in a franchise may make you disbelieve your eyes. When it starts with a fight against refracted light, you can be sure it won't be a prize. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny, dude. That was the first one I wrote, I think. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. I mean, and after this, they made one more of these fucking movies, and you saw it. To be fair, I don't know if it was the same company or not. I don't know if it was the same producers, the same anybody. And it's completely different. It's way more straight. It wants to be a scary movie. And it was it? It was not scary. Like I don't think it was an effective film. But it was like, you know, the average not made for Netflix, but the average like straight to video horror movie that you can find streaming anywhere. A piece of shit. It was just I mean, it wasn't terrible. Like the it, it technically if you made it, you'd be more proud of that as a piece of cinema than proud of any of these ones that we've talked about today. Except for number five. I'm proud of that stuff. <laughs> you can't take that away from me. <laughs> no, but you know what's going to happen? What? Fucking 100 years in the future, some assholes are going to time travel back, squish us, and then remake <laughs> it. <laughs> we'll be trapped in a time loop. It'll be terrible. That's why I'm always keeping moving. I don't want any, I don't want any time traveling spaceships to squish me. <laughs> Oh, man, Rumi. Well, do you want to initiate the launch sequence, count down these pieces of shit? We have to. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Mission sequence start. All right, so we got a tie. We got a last tie place. At, at number five, yeah. Four in space. I actually like it, but I feel like you kind of need someone else to watch it with you to make jokes. And I make <sighs> jokes to myself out loud yeah. when I watch these movies. 
that even couldn't this save it for me. This movie did so many things right, but could not put it together into a movie that made it fun. <laughs> yeah, you had the best way to say that when you have all those things and you're just like, still a fucking stupid still movie. Still sucked, yeah. You got, yeah, all those pieces, and it still couldn't pull it out. And it's tied with Back to the Hood, which seriously is a script for a different movie, and they're like, let's put a leprechaun also in leprechaun here. leprechaun in it. They yeah. had like, we have 17 minutes of dead space in this movie. Like, does it fit a leprechaun? Is that space three and a half feet tall? <laughs> 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 yeah, and both those movies, there's really, I mean, you can cut those out of the franchise real easy. Certainly wouldn't disturb continuity. I don't know that anyone cared, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Those are tied for, for fifth place for us. What do you got for four? Fourth At place? four, we have number two, which... It's a weird movie about Leprechaun trying to get a bride, but really the only saving grace of this is lawnmower tits. So, vroom, vroom. <laughs> Two is boring as fuck, and I think it does some stupid shit, but it's got some cool moments. The lawnmower boobs is definitely one. I also like the gold in the guy's belly the is cool. The gold in the guy's belly, the pot belly scene was funny, and that Morty guy is awesome to watch. He's, he's a pretty good moment, and Clint Howard's in it for a brief second. Yeah, so, yeah, good on Clint. Third place, we have number three, Leprechaun in Vegas. I actually thought that one was kind of fun. It's stupid, it's derivative, but I have a good time with it. The kills are pretty cool. I like a little bit of rhyming in my Leprechaun, so I'm down for uh, Leprechaun in Vegas. The odds are uh, it's not going to get any better than this. Yeah, yeah, that one hangs in there as being like so bad you can make fun of it at least. Mm-hmm. It's at least not painful. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. Three. Three. So at number two, the original, the OG, the one that started it all. <laughs> Jennifer Anderson's, I mean, I can't believe she had a career after this. Good for her, for being resilient. I think she had a career because of this. They're like, if that girl can survive this. Yeah. Fucking low-rent Sling Blade and low-rent Kevin Bacon fighting a leprechaun with a little kid. It's I, I don't dislike it as much as you. I probably will watch it either today or tonight just to try to finish the six trilogy that I tried to start this week. I give you got to give it credit because it starts shit. I know you don't like it. I think you're putting it this high on the list because I pushed you to, but I think this one's fun. At least it's it's an untapped thing. Like if you made a decent, if you made a a movie as good as this movie about a killer Easter bunny, it would be the derivative killer Easter mo- yeah. bunny movie. And I think that's what we have here. It's nothing really great, but it's fun. I mean, it worked. Definitely feels like it doesn't know what it is. Is it a movie for kids or is it a gory slasher movie? Like if you look at the movie, it it acts like you just caught it doing something. It's like what what I wasn't. Oh, <laughs> but, wait, what? <laughs> I wasn't doing anything. Wait, let me change my answer. Stab. <laughs> Fuck you, Lucky Charms. <laughs> that one's rough. It does what it can. But after that, you go, there's six more of these motherfuckers? Holy shit. Yeah. Well, I think the one that succeeds the best, though, we're going to put it in our number one, is yep. Leprechaun 5. In the hood. And partially because we have something to do with it. <laughs> now. I mean, because we fucked up the time. Yeah. yeah. A secret we'll take to our grave, except we told thousands of people right now. I feel like what this movie tried to do, it succeeded the best at of yes. the franchise. One wanted to be a horror movie that was self-reflexive and knew that the killer was a leprechaun. Yeah. But it wanted it to be a successful, like a, a, a working, effective horror movie. Yep. I don't necessarily know that it was. And all the sequels were stupid. And five is like, this is a goofy, silly, jokey horror there's like going to be some gore and there's going to be some murders, but overall we're just we're just we're just joshing y'all. Yeah. So they're just we're just fucking with you. So they're having fun and it works and it just is bonkers. You're watching this and suddenly it turns into a cross-dressing farce and you're like, what is this? Movie? And I think you could watch this one 
I think mo- many people could watch this by themselves yeah. and maybe not enjoy it as much as someone who's stupid like me or you can. Yeah, but we but laugh. I think, well, I think that's yeah, the thing is I think a normal person could watch this and be like, that was wacky. I can't believe what I just watched, but it wouldn't like ruin their day. Whereas I feel like you couldn't watch three by yourself if you weren't into horror movies. You know what I mean? <sighs> you couldn't watch two. You definitely couldn't no, you watch definitely four. Couldn't. Definitely couldn't watch six. Six is like, what? Even coming right off the heels. I watched five and six the same night. <laughs> six is just like, oh, when is things going to happen? But yeah. Five is fun. In the hood, it's a it's a cool idea and it's interesting. I don't understand it, but the leprechaun kind of has a pretty decent urban following. Yeah. So I believe that someone saw that and said, "Oh, this will be a good idea," and catered specifically to that market. Yeah. Same thing with Chucky. It's yeah. Same, we haven't had Chucky in the hood yet. You know what I mean? Chucky's gonna be a bro. All right. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, this was one of the harder series I've ever had to get through. But we did it, Rumi. We did. I didn't realize it was going to be this hard till we sat down did and did it. it. But we had fun doing it. I would say I wish we could have that time back, but I'm done time traveling for a while. I do not want to try that again. At least until we start talking about time travel movies. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We go back and crush H.G. Wells. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I mean, you know how Michael J. Fox got in the Back to the Future movies, right? <laughs> Did it not have to do with linear time? Well, he ran <laughs> in the door, around to the garage. <laughs> <laughs> no, Z- he went to Zemeckis, and Zemeckis said, you can't be in this movie. And then <laughs> he turned around in his orange puffy vest, all sad. And by the time he got to the garage, Zemeckis was like, give me a hug, brother. <laughs> give me a hug. I'm definitely not a lawnmower. <laughs> Uh, you ready to oh, blast man. this thing off, really? Yeah, dude, let's do it. All right. Oh, God. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Woo! <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed our Leprechaun series. Do not utilize a time machine if you are drunk. Do not take necklaces off of Leprechaun statues. I was going to say, if you've listened to this podcast... And you see a little person with a necklace, with gold, with a shamrock. Just don't touch any of it because we're not sure what lore is in or out of bounds. So just fucking stay away from all of that. Don't play flutes. (laughs) Don't get your dog high. (laughs) This is my bud. This is my bud. (laughs) And don't make any more Leprechaun movies. (laughs) We learned nothing else. We can all agree on this. Before we sign out, we want to say thanks for listening, but we also want to give credit where credit's due. We want to credit a man named Doug Hall, who discovered time travel back in the late 90s, and he went back in time and wrote The Leprechaun 5, Leprechaun in the Hood. And we're just playing around. We like to have fun, but we got to credit our chrononaut, Doug Hall, for his work on Leprechaun 5. It was a fun movie. We did have fun with it. And it, 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 there's a lot of good things in it, and Doug, Doug Hall did a, an interesting job, a wonderful, fun job of making the fourth sequel in a random franchise that doesn't really follow any rules. There's something to be said on, you know, for standing on the shoulders of other people's successes, and there's another thing to be said about driving a time machine over them and squishing them. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to keep up with us, Hit us up on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter at LaunchpadPod. And check us out on our website, LaunchpadPod.com. Guys, we are super excited. This year has been going great, and we have some great episodes coming out. So keep an eye out. Until then, 
Rocketeers for life. Rocketeers out. in time wouldn't it be Huey Lewis in the old <laughs> thanks dad I was gonna say somewhere in the past my dad is laughing <laughs> <laughs>